Good evening, good afternoon, good night, whatever, to our Steam listeners. Welcome to another episode of History Creeps. Uh, I am one of your esteemed co-hosts, Carter Johnson, and to my metaphorical left is a guy that, if Tony Stark ever built another Iron Man suit, this guy would, would probably be the guy to wear it, Chris Chavez. Oh man, that's awesome. I want my own Iron Man suit. And to my metaphorical right is a gentleman that a lot of people don't know this about uh, this guy, but he actually survived the Gamma Ray Burst first before Bruce Banner. So you really you really don't want to see him uh, get angry. Johnny Townsend. Hello. Hola. Off of Vedersane. Uh, <laughs> man, what are some other ways? Uh, uh, Good oh, Morgan. Did okay. I already say hola? Arigato. Oh, no, that's isn't that thank you? That is thank you. Oh, never mind. No, that's that's like a song by an eighties metals band. <laughs> Ichiban. No, that's number one. Never <laughs> yeah. mind. That's all my that's all my Japanese right there. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Did you guys have a good Thanksgiving? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, you know, too much turkey, too much stuffing, the usual. Mine was chill. I just relaxed at home, me and the wife. Uh we do our own thing every year. We play board games and video games and watch movies and eat so that's all that's i did. Sounds, that sounds amazing to me you, you know what that's actually what me, the first this is the first year my wife and i did that too we got all the, the family stuff uh out of the way on wednesday and taken care of and it was just us and i gotta tell you man it it's, was it's nice it was right great. <laughs> yeah it was man it was fantastic all we had to do was cook for us it was yep, great exactly you know what's you know what's amazing you can tell you're getting older when uh, you're saying something where you didn't even leave your house, and it sounds amazing. <laughs> and me. it was fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, what about you, Johnny? How was yours? Uh, pretty much the same. Uh, the very same thing. I didn't even leave my house. Nice. Uh, stayed here and uh, had turkey. So, and nice. wa- I think I watched. Uh, what did I watch? Oh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, That's me like too. I- me too. That's literally the only Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, but it's a classic, so I have to watch it. I every did see. Year. That. There's one called. Uh, Home for the Holidays with Robert Downey Jr. Was yeah. that the one with uh, Holly Hunter? Yes. Yeah. Holly yeah, Hunter? I believe okay. so. I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. We'll just say yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's funny. I watched, I watched that too. I love that movie. Yeah, we watched it. Christmas Vacation, so I mean, uh, we kind of jumped the gun a little bit. Classic. But, you know. Not really. Oh, and, I listen to, and I listen to Christmas music like that night. Oh, because same here. Now we can. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> Same here. Created my my Spotify Christmas playlist because I hate when I try to find lists on Spotify. They have like maybe fifteen songs I like, and then uh, thirty songs of artists I don't like. Yeah. So I decided to make my own. So I have a, a list going of about fifty three Christmas songs right now. Yeah, this is the only time of year that I'll listen to Mariah Carey sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to tell you, that's probably the only song I like by her. You're right. Yeah. No offense to her. I mean. You know, obviously she has talent, but she's just not for me for the most part. Yeah, exactly. I'll oh, listen to her man. at other times. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Another we another <laughs> another uh, episode, guys. Back at it, history creeps. Um, there you go, Chris. Put some, us back on track. I got some. <laughs> I was just gonna tell you guys, I got some good feedback on our Urban Legends episode. A lot of people enjoyed it, and um, they were one thing was asking me if I was covering. So we're gonna be covering something, and I was like, yeah, you know what? We'll cover. We're gonna be covering a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, 
coming up in the future. So it's pretty. That would, it looks like that's something something like that. The uh, the peeps are into. Oh oh yeah. Well, that's good because that's something that we're into as well. So. <laughs> oh yeah. But, so I am down for that. Yeah, but guys, I just have one question. Uh oh. Do you guys have any current creeps? Current creeps. Well, I think Johnny and I are battling on who's got the best current creep here. Currently, uh, Chris, winning. Chris's is pretty good too because I've seen. I don't it. know. I don't know. Currently, you're winning with this with this one. So, I, I think we may have to save yours for last because that's just. First of all, there's going to be a lot of laughter involved. So, so this is a serious manner, but I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead, Chris. All right, so uh, mine, I saw, actually, I saw it on Facebook. It was, I don't remember, somebody shared it, and it was a video, and it, it was, uh, basically, what it was, was a video of um, a couple of Russian guys capturing what looks to be a Yeti on a dash cam video. So then I went online to pull up the actual article, because like I said last week, I like to actually read the articles out, sound a little bit more professional than the way I uh, can put my words together. <laughs> and I, I saw a bunch of websites that had, you know, different news sites that had this, but one struck me as funny. So, and, and I'm not trying to throw any politics out there. I'm not trying to do that. But Fox News has this story under the science section. So I don't know. Go on. Science. Um, <laughs> all right. So anyway, here we go. Uh, oh, and the subheading for this is actually under the evolution part of science. So just so you guys know, uh, evolutionary science in the works. Headline, is that a Yeti on a dash cam video in Russia? Uh, Could the dashboard video from a drive down a dark, winding, snowy road in the Russian countryside have turned up proof of the missing link that Yeti and Bigfoot chasers have been looking for? The dash cam video posted on YouTube was reportedly shot in the Republic of Bashkortostan. Yeah, I didn't say that right. It sounded good to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounded fine. Located between the Ural Mountains and the Volga River near the country's Kazakhstan border is nice. Uh, <laughs> in, in the video, the car's driver and passengers are talking in Russian about Yetis. You can make out the word a couple of times in their conversation. When about 45 seconds into the video, a blurry figure darts across the road within range of the car's headlights. Vehicle stops immediately and the engine cuts out before they restart the car and then head forward before reversing to get a better look. Could the alleged sighting of the alleged cousin of the alleged legendary Bigfoot be legit? Allegedly? Say that 15 <laughs> times fast. Uh, so, yeah, I saw the video. Um, it's intriguing. It is yeah, intriguing. Gonna, what are your thoughts, Chris? Because I've seen the video, too. Okay. My thoughts are, if I'm trying to figure out, uh, this is a dash cam, right? So yes. ba- based on that, I can see slightly the, the very, very front edge of the of the dash. So you can kind of see the winch- where the windshield wipers would be. You can see the, the, the snowy road, so the, the width of the car, right? Uh, when this thing darts across, the uh, it looks super small to me. I don't know about you guys, but it looks super small. Like, I feel like if you got, uh, I don't know, like I'm playing it a little bit over and over. So... You see a way out in the distance. That's the other issue. It is a distance. It's a quite a distance. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I guess it is pretty big because now that I see where it is, you can tell that the road, you know how um, perspective brings the road to a pinpoint? 
Yeah. That's kind of a smaller, much, much, much smaller part. If you look at that, you pause it, that pinpoint's pretty small. So when you get to there, that could be a, a man-sized thing. Um, I think the weird part is that they're talking about Yetis. I don't know what they say in Russian, and unless somebody uh, speaks Russian and can, you know, tell me what that what what they're saying uh it almost it seems perfect it's like saying hey let's go look for a, a bigfoot uh in that little piece of forest right there out of the entire forest oh look there he is you know what i mean yeah see that's that's the one thing that that's throwing me off too like the video itself if i wasn't given any of that information or they didn't even mention yetis or anything like that mm-hmm. would be for me a lot more believable just because it, it would feel less like a setup yeah and i but I will say that if you don't tell me that I'm just watching this, my first question is like, what is, I, I don't know what that is. Right. I, I can't tell what it is. Cause it is light colored. It is like a, yeah. a, a whitish or a yellowish white, real, real light. You know what I mean? So it's definitely a, it's not a bear. It's not, unless it's a polar bear. Uh, it's not a, a dark bear. It's not a, a, ma- a man. It doesn't look like a man. It does definitely doesn't look like a man where, unless he's wearing a costume, but it's not like a guy wearing hunting gear or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very odd, and also you know I just I just kind of feel bad if let's say that Yetis are real and Bigfoot <laughs> is real. I just feel bad for them because they're just trying to live their life, and people just keep coming after them and <laughs> trying to get pictures down. of them. It's like we're, we're really bad at paparazzi, and they just want to live their lives. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you? Chris, see this? did you? Uh, Chris, did you say that was near the Ural Mountains? Yeah, Ural Mountains in the Volga River near the country's. Kazakhstan border. Okay, well, you guys know what that means, right? No, what's that? Dyatlov Pass is in the Ural Mountains. What is oh, it? that's what I'm talking about. That's a place I will never go. Tell, wait, wait, well, wait, wait, wait. What's it called? The, what's it called? Possible Dyatlov Pass. What's that? Dude, it's that, that place is... where those hikers disappeared. Or, well, didn't disappear. No, they didn't gone. disappear. They got, they got, they got brutalized. Like, yeah, they, they were murdered, basically. Did we? Nobody's uh, ever figured it out. Did we cover this on the show before? We may have, yeah. Pretty sure we, we did. Didn't we cover we this one, Shawnee? We at least mentioned it. I don't know if we've had yeah, a whole episode about it. But, but it's one of the um, most famous unsolved murders. You know? No, like they don't even check know, into that. They don't even know if it was if it was a, a truly a human being that did it. Yeah. Really? I mean, they were, these people were brutalized. I mean, that's just putting it nicely. So, right, a I Yeti was here. one of the... They tore out of their tents out of fear from the sounds of things. No, I don't think we've ever covered this at all. I don't think we even touched on it. Well, that'd have to be a big episode. It sounds like something something that three of us have talked about in the past, but not on the show. I think I remember talking about this on the show. Yeah. Meanwhile, it was like three episodes ago. There's my phone ringing. I'm just going to let it ring. So, yeah, so that's my... Did you see this video, Carter? Yeah, I did see this video. What do you think, dude? Um... I, I mean, I agree with you. It looks kind of small, but at the same time, you know, I guess it would depend on, uh, on uh, how it was, like, how it was running. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, just because it's it's a biped doesn't mean that it wouldn't, you know, run on, on all fours occasionally. We would do it if we could. Yeah, right. I mean, but, you know, I don't know. It's... <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't I know. Need, what, I, what I need is for those guys to take the camera and walk into the woods and get a better <laughs> look at it. Or at least go get get video of footprints or, or what kind of uh, marks it left in the snow. I mean, yeah, it's snow. Why did, you guys, yeah, why did you guys go and then back up? It's, like, it's, 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 yeah, it's, that's the part I didn't get either. They didn't really make any effort to look for it. And it yeah, didn't seem to me. That's my thing. It's snow. You're going to know where it went. <laughs> yeah. Unless he was hovering. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. He left his hoverboard at home, so I don't think you have to worry about that. <laughs> Does a hoverboard work on snow, though? It doesn't work too it well should. on water. It so. should. It no, should. No, no, let's, let's... Who's got Marty McFly's phone number? Let's find out. Somebody call H.G. <laughs> Wells. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, who's next? Right. Carter, what's up? Well, for, for my current creeps, and this is a really weird one, uh, for our listeners... When we do current creeps, we usually focus on things you know that have happened recently within the last six months or so. This has apparently been going on for about ten years, and it's ongoing. And I've never heard um, of it. Yeah, it's if you if you go on YouTube and look up trumpet sky sounds, which is what Chris just did. Oh yeah, I'm gonna play uh, it. Yeah, yeah, definitely play some. So these trumpet sounds, these trumpet sounds are happening globally. It's not just a fixed phenomenon in one country or another. The most recent one happened in April in Germany. And if you listen to it, it's a really, really strange kind of, it almost has a sinister tone to it, I think. Oh, yeah, Um, that sounded freaky. I've heard one that, you know, a lot of the good Catholic altar boys uh, that our listeners uh, have experience with that, like I do. Uh, one of them sounded like like the trumpets you're supposed to hear, you know, at the end of the world. At man. the end times. And, like that you read about in Revelation. It's It, it was cr- super creepy. Dude, just the one on that one there was, it just, that wasn't, that brought like heebie-jeebie creepers up and down my spine. Because they're usually pointing the camera right at the sky and there's nothing there. And it's loud, dude. Yeah, like it's loud. It's loud enough that the the one in, I heard in Germany starts out inside the house, and you can kind of hear it. And then the guy goes to the door and throws the door open, and then you can really hear it. Wow. But uh, yeah, for our for our listeners, go check that out on YouTube and uh, let us know what you think because I feel like this is gonna be one of those things where. The three of us are all going to have different opinions on it. <laughs> well, what's, what blows me away more is that this is not talked about more than it is. Yeah. It really isn't. Like I said, like, I never heard of it until you... never heard of it. I've only heard of it every once in a while, but it's it's. I mean, it's just beyond weird and wild. And scientists don't really have a real answer for it. 
Yeah, nothing that's not beyond a theory at this yeah. point. It's strange. So, man, there is some weird crap that happens on our planet. So what are they trying? <laughs> nobody has said anything, though. There's no, you know, nobody tried to explain it. No one, no military installations are weirded out by what the heck's going. Like nothing. That's just completely. I ignored. mean, they've they've come up with theories from tectonic plates grinding to, you know construction noises to atmospheric pressure to you had the conspiracy theorists saying it's a harp weapon you know and of course there's you know that it's the apocalypse and you yeah. know the seven trumpets of heaven from revelation and blah 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 so i mean there's no like and and what did you say it could be UFO noises. Yeah, yeah. What if it's I mean, U- no UFOs even... we can't even see? Like we don't see it because they're invisible, but they don't realize that you know. However, they make their UFOs interacts with our atmosphere in a way to to give off a weird sound that way. It could be like the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, just like playing music from the distance. <laughs> they're they're practicing and no. no yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't we all like it to just be that? Yanni's putting on a new performance up in the mountains. No, oh, that's a name I haven't heard in forever. <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> Bring it I, I love that the three of us knew what it was. I'm going to go on a limb and say we're the only podcast to reference Yanni in over a decade. <laughs> <laughs> then you're not listening to the right podcasts. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, dude, I don't know about these sounds. That's crazy. Okay, we're going to go from Carter's uh, creepy news to my creepy news. Bring it on. Yes. Right. Now... I'm really into basketball. Like the NBA is one of my absolute favorite things. I know that's not for everybody, but for, it is for me. So, one of the uh, NBA players, he's 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 kind of on the uh, the <laughs> downside of his career as of right now. But it's Meta World Peace. That's his name. He changed it to that from Ron something. I forgot what it originally was. Ron Artest. <laughs> Ron Artest. There you go, Chris. Thanks. Uh, here the headline reads on the Huffington Post. Uh, NBA star Meta World Peace claims ghosts touched him inappropriately. <laughs> and, his, <laughs> and his quote was, the ghosts were all over me. Now, uh, the, he plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, you know, in the NBA, you're, you're all the time traveling to the other teams to play the other teams. Uh, they were playing uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder in obviously Oklahoma City. And there's a famous hotel there. Uh, called the Skirvin Hilton. I'm probably saying it wrong, but that uh, hotel's it's claimed to fame is that it's a haunted hotel. Uh, a lot of your uh, sports teams, players, and stuff uh-huh. try not to stay there just because of its uh, its uh, you know all the stuff that goes on with it that they say, and also because it has a history of having bed bugs. You know, from- <laughs> <laughs> lovely. <laughs> I have yeah. heard, I have heard about the uh, a, a baseball team that refused to stay there. They ended up staying at like. Uh, a family friend's house and all these guys piled in. <laughs> so, so this is what happened. This is at a recent stay there. And this is, I'm going to read you the quote from uh, metal world piece. He goes, the ghosts were all over me and I just accepted it. <laughs> they touched me all over the place. I'm taking one of the ghosts to court for touching me in the wrong places. <laughs> he was actually quite serious. They said he actually said, cause he said, obviously he's making a joke there, but he said he was very serious about it happening. He goes, so they were. So he was asked, "Well, why don't you get up and get out of the room?" <laughs> and he goes, "Because I was watching a good movie at the time and I was tired." <laughs> oh man, that's awesome! Wow, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, apparently, he's watching Money Monster, that George Clooney uh, film. So, really? Like the for real? That was the film? Yeah, he says it. He says it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so amazing. 
Oh man, do you guys remember Ron Artest back in the day when he attacked oh, the yeah. fan? Yeah, dude, he was a he's a violent man. He was very violent back then. No, he, I didn't ever really watch basketball. He's probably more known for now. Uh, well, that shows off now. He was he would appear on Key and Peele every once in a while. <laughs> oh, that's right. He would have some weird thing he said at the end of the show, wasn't it? Yeah, he would do like some little news, like Metal World news thing. Oh, that's little, what it was. That's right. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> that's awesome. So, that's a great one right there. Obviously. Well, <laughs> that's just I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> well, you know, uh, honestly, you know, uh, how would you? Uh, you know, man, how would you even, if this was happening to you, what would you do? I mean, it's so weird and different. And, and you know, I don't even, I don't want to make light of sexual assault in any way because it's a <laughs> terrible thing to have happen to anybody. I didn't but mean to laugh at that. It, but in this instance, it's, you know, it's, I was telling you guys before, it's like Ghostbusters 1 when the, when the blank <laughs> was being put off Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know how I'd react, man. I really don't. It, it would. I think it would freak me out at all to feel a touch from something that's not there at all, regardless. Yeah, of how. true. It'd take more than a George Clooney movie to keep me in that, field, in that room. <laughs> I know that much. You're, you're not kidding, man. What the heck? He's like, oh, it was a good movie. I didn't want to leave. <laughs> Screw that, dude. I'm out. Oh man, that's insane. <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. Those are good creep uh, current creeps for the week. That's a good one. That's that's crazy. <laughs> nice little nice little roundup of some weirdo stories there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Right. It kind of makes me see that stories like that, dude, make me want to stay in a hotel. But the bed bug story make me not want to stay in a hotel. Yeah, no thanks. Exactly. But I don't know. I don't know. They've got to if they if they're notorious for it. Wouldn't you think the health inspectors would know about that? Yes. They would obviously be in there to make sure. So I think you'd be all right. They they obviously they have to have have, have their stuff under control by now. You would hope so. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Carter, you ready to give us our uh, our topic of the week or uh, of the, right. the episode? Yeah, Carter, what are we talking about? Today's today's topic, gentlemen, is a fellow by the name of Bob Lazar. And well, you know, I'm sure just by saying the name some of our some of our listeners are like oh yeah i know that guy where do i know that guy from why have i heard that name well as it turns out and this is guys this is just going to go down the rabbit hole like as we go if if you have laughter please let it out because i will be too um chris if you could put in some of that great uh can laughter they put in all those sitcoms (laughs) from time to time yes that'd be amazing yes and whenever I enter the room or say something, I have the crowd go wild. I'm going, Norm. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right. So this gentleman, uh, by the name of Bob Lazar, uh, in 1989, he contacted a Las Vegas television station and claimed, claimed, He'd been working as a physicist on a highly, highly classified government project that involved what's called back engineering or reverse engineering. A lot of us learned about it in Jurassic Park. Oh, yes. Uh, It's where where you take something and you tear it apart to find out how it works, and then you make your own version. Uh, It's very popular in corporate espionage and, you know, that sort of thing. It was very popular in science fiction back in the 1980s as well. Uh, 
So he claimed that he was involved in back engineering alien uh, spacecraft, uh, taking them apart and seeing how they worked, and then building uh, a militarized version uh, for the government. And who did he tell this to? A Las Vegas television station. Okay. The guy that he that really got interested in this story was a gentleman named George Knapp who's a television journalist at this uh, TV station. Mm -hmm. um, the guy does, gets into a lot of really off-the-wall kind of stuff. He, he's When we discussed uh, uh, the disappearances in the National Park, uh, George Knapp was getting into that uh, as well. A lot of the television article or television programs that I saw huh. were George Knapp talking to people and talking to the guy that wrote the books and yada yada. So Knapp has an interest in this, and he's the guy that uh, Lazar talked to. So here's where it gets it starts to get weird. Um, normally, you would you would expect a guy like this to say, "Oh yeah, I worked at Area 51," you know, or in uh, 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 the 1980s it was called the Foreign Technology Division at uh, Wright Patterson Air Force Base, which is also where they supposedly back engineer alien spacecraft. Uh, but no. No, he, he he worked at a different base called S-4 hmm. that's about 16 kilometers south of Area 51. And apparently, here's where the story starts to get weird. Because he went public, he started to get threatened, according to him, he claims. Uh, people shot at his house. Um, when the When the journalists went to look into his backstory uh, and the things that he claimed. Um, he claimed to have been a student uh, at Caltech and at uh, MIT. Nobody ever found any records that he ever graduated from either of those two institutions. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Uh, that's, that's the thing that's really weird to me about this guy, because I remember that part, is the fact yeah. that he would claim that he has all this education and all these all these things, but like a lot of it, you can't really say. Like this one guy even went to who? Uh, what's his guy's name? Uh, Stanton Freeman, yeah. who's, who's a ufologist, even went to look into his background, this guy's background, and said that he went to MIT and none of the professors there recognized him. There were no records of him ever attending there. Uh, yes, and and. That's that's that goes along with I don't know if you know this part, Johnny. His hospital birth records also disappeared. Oh no, I did not as know that. As well as a lot of as well as a lot of employment records. I was he gonna... was employed as a where is it? While you're looking anyway, at it, he, uh, I was... he was employed at Los Alamos National Laboratories. I was gonna which say he though. Did claim. I was gonna say though, um, that doesn't mean that conspiracy theories get in get in on this. Uh, it doesn't mean that his stuff wasn't wiped and people weren't threatened. And you know what I mean? If somebody ever comes around looking for this guy to see if you know him, you tell them no, or else we kill your family. You know what I mean? Like, well, they did find his name uh, in an old telephone directory of the Los Alamos scientists, and it was it matched up with the time that he said he worked there. But even the schooling, that doesn't mean he didn't go to school and that they, they didn't do anything to try to discredit him. 
Exactly. I, I'm just throwing out the conspiracy no, theory, I, theory I, and angle. I, I agree with you. No, I agree with you. That's 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 where it, you know. Because if your now your birth get, now your birth certificate weird, goes you know? missing, that's a little crazy too. All of a sudden, none of his birth records exist. Like, come on, he obviously exists. He's in front of us. <laughs> well, at the at the same time, uh, I just want to be, mention this to you know play devil's advocate. Uh, in 1990, he was arrested for aiding and abetting a prostitution ring. <laughs> well, there now, you go. It was it was reduced to felony pandering, to which he pleaded guilty. And there's not a whole lot of information uh, out there about that particular uh, incident. <laughs> huh. So, well, I, you know, he, he 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 went public in '89. He's arrested for aiding and abetting a prostitution ring in 1990. I'm not. I'm going with Chris. I'm not saying it is conspiracy stuff, but it sounds like it. Hmm. And for all we know, those prostitutes were aliens themselves. Maybe they were. There you go. We don't know. And they were living here illegally. Yeah. And when they try, <laughs> and when they try to work, that's yeah. Even if they're prostitutes, who knows, man? I mean, and and the weird the weird part is this just gets stranger and stranger. Um. He, he claims that he actually went inside one of these reverse-engineered alien craft. That he actually got to go inside and look around and check things out. Uh, he claims that it's, it is uh, some kind of gravity drive that uses atomic element 115 as a fuel source. And that somehow it manipulates gravity waves in order to, to, to fly and travel. And it can also manipulate uh, time and space in the sense that, you know, it makes faster than light travel possible. But that's not possible. Hmm. <laughs> so, and what, what did you, what, what were you saying a second ago, Johnny, about, yeah, Stanton Friedman. He, uh, he kind of, you know, Friedman literally wrote the book on Roswell. Uh, I had it sitting on my bookshelf over here. He's the guy that kind of came out and, uh, you know, really investigated Roswell. So he's a guy that you, you you know, you kind of attach a little bit of of credibility to what he's, he says in this area. He's a guy who, if you've even remotely looked into the history of UFO reports, his name comes up. At any point, yeah. yeah. And he's still, you know, still... If you've watched any of those programs on the History Channel yeah. about UFOs or strange phenomena or anything like that, he, he, he comes up eventually. Hmm. So what's interesting about this is the area that he claimed to work at um, is called S4. It's still part of the Nellis test range that Area 51 is, is a part of, but it's not it's not specifically a part of Area 51. It's a separate facility. Now, you know, guys, we all know that there's, you know, secret government facilities out there that we don't know about. I mean, the government did finally admit that Area 51 existed. Yeah, but they finally, they kind of had to at some point. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you can go with technology and the stuff that like it's it, you exactly. can't you can't hide it anymore. No. Well, that that in the fact that if you even put a foot across that land, they have guns pointing at you. 
<laughs> well, yeah. and they recently uh, expanded their perimeter for the base as well. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was a couple of years ago. They expanded the perimeter out um, so that you can only see the base now uh, from a mountaintop that's about three or four miles away from the base. And that's like the closest that you can physically get to it if you want to see it. And it didn't used to be that. It used to be about a mile or two, I believe. So, you know, the problem with this is that all of it is him claiming this stuff. And there's no physical, you know, evidence to back it up. What Chris was saying about, you know, his stuff getting wiped, that's entirely possible that that could be what happened or not. He's just lying or he's just lying yeah, or he's just lying. I mean, but, it, but if he is lying, it's, it's done in a fashion where this man obviously knows something. Is he the guy I remember hearing a radio broadcast or something, maybe it was on coast to coast or some crazy stuff like that. But I remember hearing some, uh, a guy who talked uh, with authority, as if he knew about all the different races of aliens in the, he said it's like a Star Wars, like the galactic, uh, what do you call it, the you know the Senate or all the different races and the all, all the levels of aliens. Is this the guy that brought that out, or is that am I thinking of someone else? I think that's a di- yeah, I think that's a different guy. Oh, okay. I, thought this, I don't, ever I don't actually the ever. Gray, the gray aliens. Yeah, I don't think I don't remember uh, Lazar ever actually mentioning. Actual alien beings, I don't think. Hmm. No, he does. Oh, I thought he was more just about the actual. Oh, uh, does he? No, he said the, the, he said the crafts uh, and reverse engineering them kind of thing. He said uh, it's a funny, it's a funny little thing. He said the the uh, the government guys that he worked with at the facility referred to the aliens as the kids. Hmm. Because of their size, and that the the people he worked with referred to him as gourds. I guess because of their heads. Wait, so he he worked with aliens. He see he did he didn't ever say he worked with them. He worked with people who worked, worked with them. He, yeah, he he yeah his colleagues, you know, and the people that he worked for. But man, the more you dig into this, the stranger it gets because. There are inconsistencies in his story, and there's a lot of things that are not physically possible, as in physics says this is not possible. You know, Hmm. uh, this element 115 thing, we didn't even just, I don't think we discovered element 115 until recently. Interesting. Like when he came out and said, "Oh, it's Element One Fifteen, Everybody was like, "Bullshit! Element One Fifteen doesn't exist. It's not a. It's not a real thing. And now it does. And, he, and now it does. So hmm. I don't know, man. There's things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> and the problem is the guy runs a business now too. It's called United Nuclear Scientific Equipment and Supplies. Oh, that and just rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> That's about they, as good as back issues comic book podcast network thing. Bring it on. They sell they sell a bunch of uh, <laughs> damn it, Johnny. 
They sell a bunch of stuff to uh, scientific. Uh, they're basically a scientific supply company. Magnets, uh, scientific equipment, lab chemicals, all kinds of you know stuff Bunch, that you have to have a license to get. Oh, they probably not. You probably just get Bunsen burners anywhere. You can get them at the at the Lowe's down the street. Do you want mm. one for Christmas, Johnny? I'll get you one for Christmas. Yeah, I can make some stuff with that. Yeah, like tea. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even make Kool-Aid to be fair. So <laughs> I I want to taste that Kool-Aid. No, you really don't. It's terrible. It's like... <laughs> so I'm 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 gonna open this one up because uh, there's there's really a there's so much information about this that is secondhand or that comes from him that's just you know the only proof to back it up is his word you know there's no physical evidence there's no uh there's no paperwork there's no schematics there's no you know there's none of this the, the, the kind of stuff that you would need to put in front of people to say hey this is real do you know what i mean there's yeah. there's just not a lot of it's all his claims yeah, that's and then when that's you have the thing. People like Stanton Friedman coming in and saying, "Oh, well, there's no records of him having attended here or having attended here." You know, I I don't want to turn around and say, "Well, Stanton Friedman's wrong," because the man is not a moron and he knows what he's doing and he's you know, and he's known and Stanton Friedman's known for his work in the UFO field. Hmm. So if he, you know, I don't know, man. So let's let's open it up. Okay, let's just let's just if if somebody had to ask you if you thought that this Bob Lazar guy was on the up and up or not, what would your answer be? Yes or no? Nope. <clears throat> nope. And why is that, Chris? Uh, what was his reason for coming out and saying all this stuff? What, what what was what what did he say he was doing it for when he was interviewed? Does it say his reasons? I think he, it? I, I think he got fired. Ah, so he got fired from S four from this from this S four place. Yeah. Oh, he was disgruntled. Ah, uh, disgruntled employee. Yeah. He was gruntled before, but then they made him disgruntled. Then they made him really disgruntled. Yeah. Here's the weird thing. Then, if it doesn't exist, he's he's disgruntled about a fake job. Exactly. <laughs> has he ever had? Has he ever had a, exactly a, a, um, any kind of psychological exams performed? Not that I can find. You know what I saw on here? I saw that he he and a longtime friend, Gene Huff, run Desert Blast, an annual festival for explodaholics in the Nevada yep. desert. Started yep. in 1987. So this is before he uh, he came forward. Because he came forward, what, 89? Yep. And I'm assuming if he's working in 1989, uh, or even this that's when he came forward. So let's say however many months into 89 and the year of 1988 as a scientist doing the job at, uh, at these facilities. Uh, I'm not thinking that he's, he's just blowing things up in the desert with his best friend. Like, no, not to t- fun. like yeah, not to take away whatever, uh, scientists that are working on these things do to let out blow off steam pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when I hear this, it's like they're they're out there blowing things up, and apparently it's become a festival so much so that like 
it features homemade explosives, rockets, you know, all this stuff that people are making to bring in to just blow things up. Like I get that, but I would, I'd feel like if I just was introduced to the fact that when I look up at the sky at night and that sun goes down and now what's revealed to me is space and what's beyond our planet. Now that there are things out there that are coming here that no one else knows about. And I'm seeing technology that I've never seen in my life before. And I'm speaking to people who are telling me that these little beings exist and they're working with us hand in hand. Like going out in the desert and blowing shit up is just not, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm doing more with that. I'm, I'm, re-evalu- <laughs> I'm reevaluating uh, my core belief system. I'm reevaluating everything I thought to be true in this in this world. You know what I mean? Like I'd want to believe, but wanting to believe and knowing for 100% fact are two different things. When you know for a hundred percent fact, like that will break your freaking brain. Like that's not a joke. You know what I mean? And I I will say, and I understand what you're saying. A hundred percent in all fairness to, to this guy and to anybody, uh, everybody has something that they like to do just to to relax (laughs) off steam or, True. Like I, you know, like I love Mario. Like I'll play Mario game to blow off steam. See and now, if if he said that, if he said that he and his buddy would play, you know, Super Mario Brothers because they can't believe what they witnessed, I can understand that. Yeah, but I, I mean, I totally get though. He's a sign. Well, he's possibly a scientist. And how come and, it comes out in '89? If this dude's his best friend and they're in the desert blowing off, blowing up stuff together, I'm sorry. There's gonna be one person you tell. You know what I mean? You're going to be telling your best friend that's blowing up other stuff with you. Like, listen, you really can't say this to anyone, but I trust you enough with my life and explosives. Uh, I can trust you with this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but did, we apparently. Yeah, but we need to see what he was blowing up. I oh. want to see these explosions. <laughs> no, no. He, Huff, Gene Huff is like, like knows about all this shit now. Oh really? Like, okay. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, like he was. Like, I don't know. If, I don't know if he was telling this at the time, but apparently, he and Huff are still very close, and and Huff knows because I've seen this guy in a couple of Bob Lazar documentaries, and 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 he's still around, and he 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 backs up a lot of the stuff that Lazar has said in the sense of saying. Yes, he's told me. He told me the exact same thing. Hmm. Yeah, which so, I get. Like if, like let's say, let's say Chris uh, was telling me that, hey Johnny, uh, you know, I, I worked at uh, Area Fifty One, so uh, you know, I'm just letting you know. And then hey. like the news goes, hey, did Chris say he worked at Area Fifty One? I'm going to back Chris up because he's my buddy, he's my pal. Mm-hmm. So whatever Chris said, I'm going to go, yeah, that's what he did. All this, all the stuff you say, and he said, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to call him a liar because it's it's well it's either well, no, that when you or you know you're looking for inconsistencies in the story and what I'm saying is that based on that, this he's never changed his story. Then that means what he's told Huff versus what he's told the press. I'm not saying that makes it true. I'm just saying if he is lying, it's a consistent. Lie. Dude, that means Gene yeah. Huff is ride or die. Like that's the dude you want to tell your secrets <laughs> to because agree, he is not coming out. When my best friend's telling me aliens exist, I'm sorry guys, and I'm telling you this right now, if you pro- ask me to promise you to never tell anyone, it's it's not happening. If you tell me that you really saw an alien, I mean, I'm probably going to first tell my wife, guess what Johnny told me. He said he saw a freaking alien. Can you believe that? Uh, 
And then the next thing I do when I'm at work the next day is like, guess what I heard this weekend, guys? Like, you know what I mean? That's why I never send you any embarrassing <laughs> pictures of me. But I, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I want to believe. And I'm one of these guys that is like, obviously, Area 51 is housing stuff. We, you know, it's obviously, um, what is it? Right Air Force Base is, is housing things that we don't know about. Uh, it's, all these things to me are obvious. But when somebody comes out and says, well, I saw this and I experienced this and I, and I don't know. For me, I just feel like. Yeah, see, I don't see know. here's the, here's the thing. There, area Area 51 is real. I mean, they've admitted it. It's real. People work on Area 51. There are people who real human beings go to Area 51 mm-hmm. as their day job. Yeah, that's their job. They're bus there. I think they're either flown or bus there, aren't they? Bus. They're flown there. Yeah, yeah they're, they're oh, on, they yeah. are. That's right. You're right. They're on the Janet flights. Yeah, and, and and this happens for them every day. So they they literally know what's happening there. And could you imagine if that was your day job? You know, you'd hear all this stuff, but you know really what's happening there. So, yeah, but you sign contracts. That's the other thing. You sign yeah, but like, all kinds of government non-disclosure. Yeah, but you'll know you'll know if like we're way off or we're dead on. You would know. That's well, look the- at it. Look at it from this perspective. If the government, if what he said, if what he said is true. And he comes out and you know goes and goes to this news place and and, and spills his guts. Um, the best thing the government can can do, if it is true, is ignore him. If they send somebody to kill him in his home, well, all that's going to do is ignite more conspiracy theories. Well, to play devil's advocate, like he may be doing exactly what the government wants him to do in the first place. And that's true too. Here's my for thing: all, for all he knows, the thing that he stepped foot on was never meant to fly it's just a decoy and all the stuff they told him was a bunch of bullshit or what if he's still working for the government and we just don't know it so what if he's been brainwashed like mel gibson in conspiracy theory here's here's my other thing the guy just is gibson in life in general if, okay. <laughs> if this guy's supposed to be such a uh a, a, this scientist this guy that's a, a physicist scientist whatever he's claiming he is how come we don't have like super detailed specifics on things that are that scientists would would know to try to pick up on when they're observing or working on things. Do you know what I mean? We get we don't get that from him. We get stories and we get a lot of like aside from calling out uh what was it? What did he say? The fit one fifteen. What is that? The, the element one fifteen. Like, yeah. All right, let me tell you something. Um, you just have to have a little bit of chemistry to know that how many elements there are. And obviously there's going to be other ones found at some point in the future. Uh, if you're a scientist, this is your belief. So he can throw out a number he knows would be coming at some point. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah he, could take, he could take a very educated guess. Exactly. Yeah. My, my thing is, is like as a scientist, you don't come out with enough like proof scientifically so that scientists hear this and they're like, holy cow, like this is not supposed to exist. But the way you're describing it, like, I understand what you're saying. The, the common layman shouldn't understand what you're saying. Like, we don't get that. But what we get is that he worked for, what would you say, Los Alamos National Laboratory? Yeah. As a document photo processor. He processed photos. Yeah. Like, but, and then, then his next step after this secret job, he said, was owner of a nuclear equipment supply company. As a yeah. scientist, that's what you're doing is running a supply company. There's probably more money in it. (laughs) 
I guess. I, I mean, but I don't, see, I don't ever, I don't ever picture scientists actually making a ton of money, but maybe it's cause I don't know things. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. They don't make a ton of money. No. Yeah. I, I guess you're right. I guess. I don't know. I just feel like if this was more legit, there would be more, there'd be enough stuff for you to be like, come on, this guy can't be lying. Even though they wiped away well, the stuff it, in his background. But here's, here's, here's another thing. Think about this. If you do, if you do work at area 51, how many times a day do you think you get searched? I mean, they're not going to let you just walk out of the building. No, but let me I mean? tell you something. Like He's they're a... going to pat you down. As a... I'm just saying, he doesn't have no, to bring anything saying, out. It might have been. It might have been. It might have been. You know that 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 the security, you know, prevented him. I'm not saying it's. I'm just saying. For all we know, maybe they give you a friggin' cavity search. I'm not maybe saying we, to bring anything know. out I mean, at all. I'm saying like to have like scientists. Uh, and maybe I'm just speaking because I don't really know for sure, but I would assume scientists that having the, the intelligence they have, like when they work and they do things that are scientific and they're trying to prove hypotheses is hypotheses or, 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 or theories or things that they're working on. Like all of this stuff requires a lot of brain power. And that brain power is about pulling in, you know, information, working it out in their minds and putting it right back out. So when you're presented with things that are, impossible for this world you should be able to describe it down to the 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 spec on the on the fender you know he like he should be able to tell us so much more detail than is given and i'm not saying i don't i mean i don't know we didn't really get into all the details he gave out but if you're asking me based on this story like what i think i'm thinking he should have more if he worked in these facilities, not only tell us, hey, okay, so you were brought there, you can't tell us where because it was in a, a blacked out bus, but you were inside. You didn't wear blinders the entire time you were inside. What do things look like? What do the halls look like? What what color are the floors? What what are people dressed in? You know, how many chairs are along the waiting room? You know, like like we don't get any of that. Well, I see what you're saying hundred percent, but also like I think anybody like Chris, you you go to a job, right? You have a day job. You go there every day. So yeah. you've been there a lot. I guarantee you I can find some question to ask you that you would have to think twice about just because it's not something you really pay a lot of attention to. I guess. But I think if you asked me, hey, are you sure you work there? And I'm like, yes. I can't tell you how to get oh, there yeah, yeah. because they <laughs> blocked out the windows. Like, I can't tell you how I get there. But as soon as I'm in that building, I can tell you I work there because I'm there. All right. Well, what's it look like? I could tell you. The hallway's here. I can tell you the door's here, the waiting room, the chairs, the counter. I can explain the entire place. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Do you, I thought you just drove to work with your eyes closed. <laughs> Unless, all right, let's turn it around because I love doing that. I like going one way and then saying, you know what? Think about this. What if they have men in black style mind erasers and every day they leave, zoop, they get a blast and that's it. Next day they go back, you know, they can only remember from before the time they got there. So it's all they can remember when they're leaving the place is having just gotten there. Oh, man. That would be like... A really bad Groundhog's Day. <laughs> because I mean, that, that was, was actually a that was actually a Philip K. Dick story. Uh, oh yeah, the Mind Eraser. Yeah, the original story that they based that crappy movie Paycheck on. Oh nice, but that's my point. Like that could be a possibility if you want to believe him. If you want to say, hey, this guy did this stuff and he's been involved, and the government didn't want him to do it, and they were upset that he, you know, was a whistleblower. Well, man, what if that's what if that's why? What if it? What if it's not? every day like what you're saying you know what if uh what if it's like in the story in the story i just said in paycheck 
The guy signed a contract with the company, and at the end of his contract, they erased part of his memory. Or what? Or what if he signed some agreement and he's still under it? And that agreement is you're going to go out there and start saying all this stuff to throw people off whatever is really going on. Yeah, that could be it too. That could be true too. So is know. he a? Is he is he legit? Is he a legit scientist that has worked on these vehicles and and you know crafts? Is he b uh, a crazy person? A government plant. Does he be a government uh, or C? Is he a government plant? And D, is he just straight up a liar hoping to try to cash in on something? Yeah, that's the thing about him. He could be all those things. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't I don't feel everything he says is the up and up truth. Well, and that's the problem with the story, isn't it? Is that some parts lend credence to it and other parts take away credibility. Yeah. Right. You know. The thing about his, to me, the thing about his hospital birth records and his employment records and all that stuff disappearing lends credence to the story. But what Chris said about, you know, why can't you tell us about the, not just the, the, the craft you witnessed, but, t- you know, tell us about the facility. You know, yeah. Yeah. Even who are your is, friends even there? Is, yeah. you know, institutional green and, you know what I mean? Boring tile on the floor. I mean, that's still that would still be something. Now, have either of you guys seen the the documentary, the video of him talking about all these things? Yes, a long time ago. And that's what I'm saying. So, I see, I never have. So, does he go into this? The, I I could have been going on a rant about him not talking well, about this stuff, no, and he did. Because, you know, because nobody ever asked him about it. What? what that's seen, my first question. Dude, that's my first question. About the propulsion system, or element 115, or the craft that he witnessed, or so somebody somebody was asking him about the uh, uh, the security clearance hoops that he had to jump through, and even some of that was a little spotty, you know. So it's it's a case of you would literally have to like hypnotize this guy. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. And like go into his brain because there's 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 too much that gives credibility, and there's too much that takes it away. So which side is the real is the real side? He's an enigma. I mean, fo- photocopy, you know, photocopy or whatever it is, uh, uh, consultant, you know, photo processor. We that could be a code name for all we know. That couldn't even have been his real job. We don't know. It could just be what they put on the form. You yeah. know, who the hell knows? You can go yeah, on. Because Los Alamos, Los Alamos. Let's be clear. Los Alamos is where they built the atomic bomb in secret. So that facility is no stranger to, you know, keeping secrets either. I mean, that's where the Manhattan Project went down, or part oh. of part of. Oh, I remember that it was the Ninja Turtles Three. Yeah, Ninja Turtles Three for Nintendo. I still have that game, by the way. <laughs> you um, can go on. You can go on YouTube, and all you have to do is type in Bob Lazar. And yep. all kinds of interviews come up from back in the day, uh, 19, 1986, or no, I'm sorry, 1996, 2002. There's some from 93, uh, but there's all kinds. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to check out one of these interviews because I'd like to hear what he talks about. And uh, Yeah, we'll have to post one on our Facebook page, too. Yeah, I'll do yeah. that, and then I'll uh, we'll readdress it uh, at the next show, at the beginning of the next show, just, to, um, just so I can eat crow if he did end up, you know. <laughs> 
end up he, like I said. For all I know, I'm going on this huge rant, and someone listening, you know, they're listening on their drive home, and they've seen these videos, and they're just like, "Shut the fuck up!" Of course, he talked about that. Of course, he explained that. Go watch the video. You know what I mean? But I, I definitely. Well, then he's yelling at all of us because I haven't even watched all. Yeah, I gotta check. So. I gotta check this out, though. I'd like to see some of the stuff he said. Uh, but my first instinct, based on just the information presented, my first instinct is that I don't know, man. I can't see him being legit. Yeah, well, when you say when you say him being legit, are you going with he's a crazy person or he's a government? No, liar? none of it. I feel like he's probably he's just a liar. He's just a, he's one of these guys. Like like I said, he's a photo processor at this place, and he sees these guys come in and out that do other things that they've been working on, maybe Atomic Bomb 2.0, and he's just kind of like, I wish I could do that kind of stuff. And I'm smart, you know, just because I didn't pass these tests. And then so basically, he's a Spider Man villain. Uh, so <laughs> he's watching this go down, and he's just like, he's all jealous. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's like, <laughs> that is the that is the best. That is the best analogy for this guy that I have ever heard. Except it I'm got it got nipped, dude. Up. It got nipped in the bud way too soon. Like he didn't have enough time to develop <laughs> and create like a, a costume and actually go crazy on the public. He tried. He started that little nuclear uh, company, but uh, I guess then he got in trouble with the with the uh, the authorities with that. Anyway, I guess he's already blowing stuff up in the <sighs> desert. He's just one step away. He was hey he was. They tell you, oh, this is explodathon. This is fun. We like doing yeah. this. But really, what he's doing is testing out all his villain like equipment yeah. <laughs> what they don't tell you is how he would laugh every time he would blow something up <laughs> we are going to steal the moon dude he sounds like, like even his name sounds like a, a spider-man villain's uh, his identity name like, his name is really close to the word laser is that a coincidence <laughs> <laughs> well and, and that's the thing you know apparently this guy is you know the, the legit he's legit as far as he didn't make up the name it is his legal name you know um he was finally able to obtain copies of his birth records um which i mean does anybody else let's let's set aside the other stuff for a second do you guys not think that's a little weird i mean i have a copy of my birth certificate yeah same here this guy goes to get it and it's not there. He I went mean, to go get it. He went to go get his own or. Yeah. 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 Huh. Request, request, you know, requested his own birth certificate. Birth certificate. Um, not I, there. I, I, mean, I think I really... might have mine, but where do you usually get yours from? The, the hospital you were born? The county that you were born in, I believe. Okay. Yep. The county it's gets the it. County. Yeah. It could have been just, uh, you know, Esther. Could have been it no, could be mixed up. Esther, I mean, Esther's the file clerk at the county, and she's kind of she's losing it a little. Sometimes she files them <laughs> under the wrong spot. So like, it's actually under Bob Wazar, not Lazar. Or, or maybe or she did spell laser. laser. Yeah, she didn't go laser. Yeah. <laughs> so she filed it in the wrong spot. So they're like, eh, sorry, it's an empty spot there. And it's it's like, Bob Laser. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. And how can you have such a cool last name as Laser and have a first name Bob? <laughs> just, well, but it does kind of roll off your tongue, you know, Bob Lazar. Yeah, Bob Lazar. that's true. How Lazar? How Lazar? Balthazar. Oh, now we're getting somewhere. Bulbazar. <laughs> you got to catch them all. You got to catch, yeah, catch them all. 
So yeah, that's my. I don't know, man. I just I, I, I feel don't know like either. He's, I, I he's that like dude. I feel like there's not enough information because like he's not providing enough information. I'll be able to tell you more next episode when after I've watched a few of these things and listened to him talk and drank the Kool Aid. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll be able to tell you that because I I'll probably listen to him and just and then all of a sudden it's gonna be like oh and I'm gonna come in and yeah. be like you guys of course he was for real how could I have ever doubted him. <laughs> Either that, or you're gonna sit down and watch it, and then you're gonna hear weird trumpeting sounds from oh, the sky. Oh, stop, dude! No, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I do not want to hear that, man. That is the creepiest sounds I've ever freaking heard. As some ghost touched you. Oh no, no. Yeah, exactly. You go to watch a Bob Lazar documentary. While some ghost touched you. <laughs> well, hey, during I, the trumpets. I can't. Sky. I can't leave because that documentary is too is and too snowing outside. It's too good. It's too good of a documentary. Snowing man. outside, Yeti running by. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no johnny johnny what do you think about this guy i it, man i'm with you i want to believe the things he says i want to believe it i mean i th- i think people think come off that i'm really skeptical of a lot of this stuff it's not that i'm skeptical i want to believe this stuff <laughs> you want to be well, there's a difference between you being skeptical and something sounding like bullshit and let's yeah. be honest a lot of this sounds like bullshit so yeah and that's I mean, where my, that's my issue with this guy is just just so much of it just sounds like he's just making stuff up with no with nothing at all to back it up nothing at all. And that and if, you were, bo- if you were able to produce some proof, any kind of proof, schematics, any anything, yeah, even even a piece of paper with some yeah, areas, just, just show me letterhead on it. Your show me one thing. <laughs> Yeah, just show me one thing, man. Just give me one thing to make me believe you. I just need one thing, and you're not... And and, and a lot of the stuff that backs him up is just circumstantial. Like, the fact that uh, S4 was mentioned in the uh, Majestic 12 documents that got released that still haven't even been proven to be true or not. First, when did the Majestic 12 documents get released? (coughs) When did they get released? Um, Sometime in the 80s. I want to say the early 80s. Ah, so obviously he'd know how to reference something that was already... Release. If he had, yeah, if he had seen, if he had seen the, uh, the documents, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's, 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 he is. He's Spider-Man. Villain. Well, here's the, here's the thing. Back in the '80s, you know, there wasn't an internet like what we have now. So no, I have but, copies of the Majestic Twelve documents. But, if but it wouldn't have been so easy for you know a guy in the '80s. To get uh, home, I don't know, dude. You in unless art. you're into that stuff. Unless you're into that stuff. Unless you're already a conspiracy theorist, ufologist kind of guy that's into that. Like you're, you're. Those people had those. I mean, you know, those 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 people in the eighties had copies of those documents. But there's no evidence to suggest that he was one of those people. Eh. He's blowing things up. He's wishing he worked on UFOs. He's, I have to go with the evidence, man. I he's calling the evidence. Media. And and as far as it as far as the main thing goes, I do sort of agree with you guys. Of course my position is more I don't have enough evidence to Show me something and I'll believe you, but, you know, all of this circumstantial crap is not, is not, is not enough to, I want to believe it, uh, I want to believe it, but I can't, I can't, I, I there's was, too much about this guy that screams bullshit artist, and I, I don't know. I was just kidding, guys. I believe him 100%.
<laughs> I really think he's telling the truth. You want to know why? Yes, tell us, please. Meta world peace. Oh, snaps. <laughs> <laughs> We've come full circle like a basketball. We have. Like, nice, nice reference, Johnny. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I guess chalk that one up to her to... Uh, I guess we'll see what what happens if you if you go back and try to find some more evidence. I'll see you. next episode. I'll t- I'll give you a little bit more on whether or not I still think he's a a, a jealous super super villain or uh, or legit. <laughs> or maybe I'll watch and be like, Nah, dude, that dude's straight up crazy. <laughs> Don't you see those mannerisms? Or, or is it misunderstood? Yeah. <laughs> you and you and you know what? And you very well might say that because the dude does have. An off-putting personality. Yeah, it's. I was going to say charisma, but that's the wrong word. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check. No, that. if this, if if he if he was rolling for charisma in D and D, it would be a zero, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Maybe a one if the if the person's being nice. Oh, if I'm the DM, he gets nothing. <laughs> well, this has been fun. This is a fun one. All our listeners, if do you, what do you think of this guy? Do you think he's for real, or do you think he's uh he's just making this stuff up just to make himself famous? And let us know, let us know, because this this one this one is a uh, a little bit of a of a stumper. I'm just gonna put his picture up on our Facebook page. I'm just gonna put his picture up and just see if anyone makes says any comments or anything at all. It's just gonna be this dude's picture, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, don't put yeah don't put any sort of comments or anything ourselves just no. see what everybody else does. i want to see if anyone like likes it shares it or comments yeah. on it and then i'm going I'm... to make it, i'm going to make him my new profile picture on my own facebook <laughs> <laughs> what i want you what i want you to do chris is take his picture and uh and uh photoshop it into that scene in deadpool where he's like have you seen this man <laughs> all right guys uh, by the time this episode goes up I'm, i need all three of our profile pictures to be of this guy that's gonna be amazing <laughs> And then it'll be interesting to see after people have listened to the episode if they're going to go back and comment on it, and uh, it'll be interesting. But I'm gonna, I'm doing it tonight. I'm gonna put the name up. I mean the picture. Put up the picture and see what happens. Make sure it's an older picture where he's got those big dorky glasses. Oh yeah, yeah. he's got the glasses. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely giving him that Phil Lesh, Bill Gates look. There's it's going that. on. <laughs> All right, guys, about that time to close it up. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well. Uh, please, listeners, let us know uh, what you think about this episode and what you think about this uh, fellow Bob Lazar, who's kind of a weirdo. Uh, I am Carter Johnson, uh, horror author extraordinaire. Uh, you can find myself on Amazon, um, House on Deadway Lane, uh, Meadowview Road, and Spider's Web. Uh, I don't have a home on the web yet, but I'm working on it. He's web homeless. Uh, I'm yeah. webless right now, but hopefully soon I'll be webbed. This is so, the world uh, of Spider-Man this episode. Let's just name this the Spider-Man episode. <laughs> yeah, just call it the Spider-Man episode. Just call it the Spider-Man episode. Uh, Johnny. Uh, yes, my name is Johnny Townsend. Hello, everybody. Hello. Good morning. Good night. Good evening. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at johnnyism28. That's where I put all my art and whatever else. Also, my other podcast is... Retro Bliss, I do it with my buddy Trevor. We talk about the old school video games like Ninja Turtles 3, Manhattan Project. And also, uh, I don't know if Chris and I are ready to mention this yet, but we may have something else coming up. Oh, it's uh, cooking. Jim. It's cooking it's in cooking. the kitchen. It's in the oven. It's in the oven. <laughs> or technically, got, technically, it's on the grill. Uh, 
I'm Chris Chavez. I uh, do this podcast as well as a couple other ones. Back Issues Comic Book Podcast. Look for it on our network, BICBP-radio.com. That's right, BICBP-radio.com. A mouthful, BICBP-radio.com. You could find find that there as well as a few other podcasts, as Johnny was mentioning. Um, Again, thanks so much for listening this week, guys. We appreciate it. Appreciate all the support we get. Uh, every time I look at our, our numbers, every every month we're growing more and more. It's awesome. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, reach out. Let us know what you think of the show. Hit us up on our Facebook page, History Creeps, uh, and uh, give us a like. Tell your friends about it. Tell your grandparents about it. Uh, let them know this is where they want to go to get all their creepy history news. And with Absolutely. that, yeah, please like and, and and subscribe and write a review for us on the face on on Facebook on <laughs> iTunes. It really helps us out. Yep, iTunes, Stitcher. You can find us on all your podcast outlets. With that said, another episode of History Creeps in the Bag. Carter, Johnny, it was a good time. Yep, look yes, to the was. skies. Let's look. I'll look up in the skies and see what we see. Oh man! Yeah, you could see all of us right now. We're or all... or hear what we hear what we can hear. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Stay creepy. See you guys. That's the best trumpet I could do.